Whether it's financial security, a free vacation home, time for traveling, more quality time with the family, or even early retirement, whatever you choose to do with the income and benefits that come with successfully investing in short-term rentals, you know that it's certainly life-changing. This podcast will help guide and support you on your journey to five-star STR success. Hey, everybody. You know my first line. Hope you're all doing well. So I wanted to talk to you today about my post-recession story. I did uh, part one a couple of weeks ago, maybe three, and I talked about all the hell that we went through in 2008 in the recession and now I'm going to talk to you about part two. Part two was interesting. Um, and I'm still here. I think I'm moving into part three, <laughs> the, the trilogy. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after we lost everything in the recession and we rented from a friend, poverty became real again. Uh, if you don't know part one of the story, go back to the previous episode of my podcast, as well as if you're in my Facebook group, just search part one and, or just ask me direct uh, message me and I will send you uh, the information that you want to know, you know, with part one where I pretty much told you my story. So part two, post-recession, we, we moved into a house. We just lost everything. Banks got crazy crooked with me and uh, we lost everything and started renting a house from a friend and poverty became real again. So with that said, I, I went from making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to making like $30,000 at best in 2008, which you know, maybe in 2008, that wasn't terrible today. It would be really bad um, in 2022. But at that time it, it, it was, it was not good. It just, we, we had to adapt and really retract our lifestyle just to stay, you know, uh, just to move forward and put food on our plate and stuff like that. So what we did was um, I wanted to get a loan. I didn't want to sell real estate anymore. I did not want to work with the public, but I knew real estate was all I knew. And I actually, I wanted out. I, I tried to sell cellular communications. I did some things for a brief stunt and stint for a while. And uh, yeah, at some point I just had to give up because I wasn't making enough money off of it to feed my family. So I went back into real estate after kind of trying to steer away after a a period of like three or four, after a period of like six months, um, I got back into real estate. I, I started my first brokerage up. It was swift change real estate, which I later named heritage Oaks realty. And then I sold it to a friend, but we, we took this brokerage and I became a foreclosure agent for banks. And I started getting these pocket listings uh, directly from the bank and the banks gave me these great deals. They were town hall and community packages, uh, $13,000 a property. Uh, we got them under, we, we, we were, we were going to list them for. So I had a friend who I was actually talking to uh, a lot, uh, you know, back in the day and, and uh, him and I had done a little bit of wholesale prior to the recession uh, we'd done a little bit of wholesaling together. I said, Hey, and I got these cool pa- town home packages listed and I don't know what we can do with them, but I know we got a lot of old contacts in, in our space, in our, in, in the vicinity. Like we need to go ahead and, ch- you know, check in with our network, see if these might be something that they might want. The cops right now are saying they're worth 25 to $30,000, which those homes are going for like 
couple hundred thousand dollars nowadays, but that's how cheap they were going. The bank's given to us, uh, actually the bank's given to us for eighteen to $20,000 a list. Um, I told him, I said, I think we can get these like for thirteen dollars to $15,000. And he's like, yeah, let's try it. So we put in an offer. We created an entity together. We put in an offer and we took these properties uh, or we put this offer in front of the bank and got these properties in a contract. We went a little bit of negotiation back and forth, but we got them on a contract for $13,000. So what we did was we went in and started banging on all the doors of everybody we knew and said, Hey, you know, we, we got these cool properties. They can rent out for like six fifty a month each. You can buy them for 800. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, $18,000 to $25,000 a piece. Are you interested? And everybody said, yes. All the people that had money in the recession uh, said, yes, I'm interested. So we had a dilemma. We did not have the money to put down for the earnest money back in the day. We didn't have any money at all, to be honest with you. He he almost lost everything during the recession. I just lost everything in the recession. I had to put up this 25-unit this twenty five unit townhome complex. I had to put up 20, no, I had to put up $5,000 to purchase these properties with the contract that we contracted. And Unfortunately, I didn't have it. He didn't have it. And we didn't have it you know, combined. So we had to bring in people who said that they were interested in buying these properties and have them put up $1,000 in non-refundable earnest money on each unit. So we took everybody in a round robin, took them to show on the properties. They all said, yes, sign on the contract, gave $1,000 in non-refundable earnest money. And from there, we had 25 grand in our hand. And there was $5,000 that we needed to turn in. So we turned in $5,000 in today. Worst case scenario, we would have pocketed 20 grand. Best case scenario, we would have sold the townhome package uh, if all went through and made $150,000. Well, the second thing happened. Um, worst case scenario, we would have pocketed 20 grand. My business partner would have gotten 10,000. I would have gotten 10,000. And uh, it would have been still an okay day just coming out of a recession in 2008. But what happened was, oh, there's, there's me and, well, there's yeah there's me and my i can't point right me and my business partner there if you're watching this live um or later but yeah basically what happened guys was we contracted these properties with these these end buyers and now we had the earnest money we turned it into the bank we we're ready to close well now we had another problem we had never heard of wholesaling didn't know what it was really uh, it wasn't like uh, social media was around. This was 2008. It was barely coming on board. Uh, there's no online educators teaching this stuff that we knew of. Uh, there was no HDTV. There was no way to comment or figure this thing out. So we didn't have the money. We're like, how do we get this thing funded? So we called up like we called up like eight different attorneys in Atlanta and said, "Hey, here's the thing. We need you to fund the B side." There's an A and B side. There's us buying the properties from the bank. That's the A side. And the B side is the, the buyers buying the property from us, the sellers. The problem is we can't come up with the money to be the sellers. You know, So can you do a pass-through funding or a double-closing tr transactional kind of setup? And everybody said no, but we found one person in a suburb of Atlanta to say yes. So we set up uh, all the investors to close the same day that we were purchasing, they wired their money in 24 hours before. And from there, um, we signed off. They signed off the next day. And we utilized that to sign off on our purchase. 
all the notes were recorded in in a linear fashion. And the rest is history. My business partner and I made 150 grand off of all these properties, um, plus or minus a few thousand. And we looked at each other like, man, my, we just went through the worst hell of our lives, but we used our mindsets and our network. And if we can do this once, we can do this over again. So what happened was we did it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for about two years. We made probably a couple hundred thousand dollars a piece, um, which I was making prior to the recession. Uh, the banks got crazy on me. I ended up losing everything in a file bankruptcy, having to rent from a friend. And then next thing you know, we got these bank listings and we were making six figures again. And it wasn't just uh, splitting six figures. It was us making six figures a piece each in that first year in 2009 through probably upwards to 2012, uh, 2011. We're wholesaling left and right. I got those properties from the banks over and over and over again as a broker that represented banks back in the day. And it was really, really cool. So that happened. And um, from there, we build up an affluence. A good name is better than riches, as the Bible says. And what that means to me is if you treat people right and you don't have money signs in your eyes and you go around and you, you, you chase serving people and helping them, the money will follow. And that's what happened was we served a lot of people during that time. We helped them find quality investments. And then from there, they knew that we were the investment guys. Um, hence, we created a company called Investor Network. And if you can see this poster board, uh, Will Hardy and myself, Brandon Thompson, were on the cover of Think Realty back in May of 2016. We were the largest flipping company. We built up to the largest flipping company in Atlanta at that time that we knew of from 2012 to 2016 um, until we folded in 2018. So... What happened from there? So we we made six figures. We knew we could do it over again. We started wholesaling over and over again. But then I read a story. This is why it's important to be in groups like this. This is why it's important to listen to podcasts like this, to watch lives, to listen to YouTubes, to get involved with community. Because I read a story in a magazine um, that basically talked about, this is before hard money loans came around again. But uh, I found this story in a magazine that basically talked about a couple of guys. I think they might have been in Texas, uh, maybe in Dallas or Houston. But they were flipping houses and they were building up a rental inventory. And they were borrowing investors' monies, 100% acquisition and, um, and 100% of rehab. And they were giving them like a pref rate of like 7%. And then they were splitting the equity with them 50-50. I, was, I showed Will this. I said, this, this looks really cool. If these guys could do it, I know you and I can do it. We can do it way much better. So... Let's offer 15% and 50-50 uh, equity. Uh, let's build up a, a rental portfolio. Let's build up a flip portfolio. And let's cash Let's cash cow like crazy right now. We were at the bottom of the market, and the market was rebounding uh, from you know, 2008 to 2012, and then 2012 to you know, forward. So what we did was uh, quickly afterwards, we started, uh, we started flipping houses, and we we're paying 15%. We're like, no, 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 no. We got to cut that down to 10 because you cannot make a lot of profit with 15%. So we cut that down to 10 and then we eventually cut it down to seven. And then we eventually cut it down to zero because like we're giving 50% of the profits away. We didn't have any mentors. We didn't have anybody telling us we're dumb, giving you know 50% of the profits away and 15% interest or 7% or 10% or whatever. So we, we just gave away so much money because we didn't have anybody tell us otherwise. But we, what we did during that time was even though we were giving away so much money, you know, and he and I together had never made more than like $300,000 a piece together at our, the height of our career, um, 
we accumulated a hundred long-term rentals and uh, you know, they were 50, 50 cash flowing with other investors. And on top of that, we, we flipped like 1500 homes. So from there, even though most people in today's time that would do that kind of volume will probably be able to retire at that point <laughs> when they stopped doing those kind of numbers, we weren't, we gave away so much profits, but we had, uh, we built up this great network of investors who wanted to do business with us. And, um, you know, it's probably one of the most fondest times of my life professionally running with a brother who loved the Lord and who wanted to freaking network and do business like the way I wanted to. And we, you know, had that iron sharpening iron together. And from there, man, we, we just killed it, man. We, we worked with like 25 investors from all over the U S a couple of international investors. We raised like $25 million in private capital and we just, we crushed it. We just crushed it. And it was awesome. So, um, we flipped like 1500 homes together. We built up a network of, uh, I'm sorry, a portfolio of a hundred rental homes. And then 2015 to 2018, we're like, man, we're killing ourselves. We're ready to be done. Our money was starting to come back around. He experimented with a couple of homes on the side. I experimented with a couple of homes on the side with hard money. And at that point, we, you know, realized that we can make more money doing this by ourselves than with the model that we had in our network, our investor network. So we worked, which is probably the dumbest thing ever. We should have kept all these properties, but we, we had storage units. We had small apartments. We had trailers, trailer parks, houses. We sold all of this. <laughs> because I didn't have a mentor. We sold all this property uh, from 2015 to 2018. And he walked away with a million dollars. I walked away with a million dollar cash out. And we were millionaires on paper and millionaires in the bank, finally. Um, and, you know, doing that kind of volume, I should have been worth more and he should have been worth more. But you know what? I don't regret it. It was it was super awesome. It was It was fun. And to see where things went after that, was awesome. So in 2018, we had sold off all of our properties. Uh, he went his way. I went my way. Um, I, I got to the point where I was just flipping homes cause I didn't know what else to do. We're my wife and I were flipping homes, like 60 homes a year between 2018 to summer of 2021 last year, a uh, year and a half ago was the last flip I did. And, uh, you know, we were making great money. You know, we we're making seven figures for the first time in our lives. I'm on my third year of making seven figures now. Um, the last two years was hybrid of flipping an STR um, with a little bit of commissions from our STR real estate brokerage. And then this year it's real estate brokerage and short-term rentals. Um, it's been three years in a row and it's been amazing. Um, next year we'll do seven figures in short-term rental income alone. And, you know, guys, nothing comes quick. Nothing comes easy. At the end of the day, it comes by trial, error, a little bit of risk, a little bit of faith, and trying to get things you know together. And um, you know, I, I I've been coaching and educating people. I, I when when I stopped working with my business, my former business partner, I realized I, I wanted to teach people what we know. So I did uh, back in 2018, I created my first um, podcast, which is still on the same chain. You guys can listen to the earlier episodes if you just kind of scroll down the podcast, but it was, it was Rise Above the Ashes. It was a grittier uh, interview of the lifestyles of just average uh, yeah, um, entrepreneurs. 
And then the second one, uh, you know, I had, a, I did finally start to get mentors and a mentor told me like, people don't want to hear about this from you. They want to hear about real estate. You've been doing real estate for all these years and you've been doing it online and people want to hear about real estate. So I switched gears and I started talking about real estate about a year into it. Um, that was three years ago. And then we started doing like digital uh, webinars and summits. And then last year we started uh, teaching uh, this group. Actually about two years ago, I'm sorry. Two years ago, we started teaching in this Facebook group and teaching people how to do wholesaling and flipping and long-term rentals and short-term rentals. Um, and then I realized, well, my short-term rentals were really becoming a major portion of my income and kind of like my professional identity. Um, we're, we're going, we're doing really, really well. And, and in 2015, we bought our first short-term rental through the process of selling everything off. I took some of that money, that million dollars I made, and I bought my first short-term rental in 2015. And then from there, about two years later, we bought another one in, in South Carolina, and then a third one in North Georgia and into 2018. And then from there, we just kind of kept on adding and adding. And then we really scaled like crazy in the last 12 months, uh, or actually 18 months now. We went from eight properties to 23 units. Uh, we got 20 properties, 23 units. We're adding a couple more all now. But uh, with that said, yeah, it's 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 been a blast. Um, we started we started teaching and training people, seeing really great uh, um, case studies with people taking the lessons that I've taught them and and really implementing strategy that I've taught them and and doing really really well. And what you guys will learn about me is, you know, I'm not trying to give you guys a dog and pony show and create events for you to just go spend your money and to do the hoorah hoorah and suck the money out of your bank account. You know, we're we're really just trying to give back and inspire, educate, and to give people hope. And that's what my life's mission is all about. Um, uh, whether the infopreneuring, I'm doing the hand quotes for those of you guys that are listening to the podcast. If we do the infopreneuring um, thing and it never makes millions, then it is what it is. At the end of the day, I just want to help more people and um, to be a light. At the end of the day, Brandon, the name Brandon means beacon of the hill. And beacon is a light and a hill is a small mountain. So people will pass by me. They will go over their mountains and hurdles. They'll see a light, which is, you know, whatever I can do to help them up the ladder of success. And then they'll get on top of that mountain and they'll walk down and, you know, be able to sell, uh, be able to maneuver faster uh, because they've crossed that beacon. So that's kind of what my life's all about. I researched my name and I realized that was my life mission and I didn't know it. I did that several years ago. I didn't know that was my life's mission, but at the end of the day, Hey, you know, we're, we're good. You know, we're good. That's, so that's it guys. That's, that's what's happened over the last several years, man. It's been a great life in the, in the, uh, family wise, been watching my daughters grow up. Um, my wife and I married young 19 and 20. We had our oldest kid after that, uh, about a year later. So I've got an 18 year old. I've got a 14 year old, two girls, two beautiful daughters, got a great, you know, beautiful Yorkie boy, uh, Yorkshire Terrier. We have a great home. Um, we love our business. We love our, our staff, um, my friends, you know, we got some great friends now and we've spent a lot of money over the years. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like talking about money because it's private, I call hogwash. There's something in your past that says, you know, something about you that's basically telling you why you should not talk about money. It's basically 
you, you probably want to talk about money, but you've been you've been raised to not talk about it, and that's why you don't, and or you're scared that somebody's gonna take something from you. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I mean, we've we've done really well, and this year has been a little challenging with the interest rates, um, and we've fought and navigated through that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's been a great year, and it's been a great life, and at the end of the day, I'm thankful. I'm grateful and I'm grateful for this group. I'm grateful for my YouTube followers, for my Instagram followers, my Twitter followers, specifically this um, uh, Facebook group uh, and you guys following as well as, uh, um, uh, you know, the people that, that are listening on the podcast. You guys have stood by me. You've listened, you've asked questions and that's all I want. You know, I just want to network. I want to get to know more of you. I want more people to ask questions. I want people to message me, text me, figure out how we can navigate life together and not try to screw you guys out of all your funds that you work hard for. That's not what it's all about. I have bought uh, a, a lot of mentorships and a lot of masterminds, spent a lot of money, and I can say that, that has definitely advanced me. Uh, but there's been a couple of them that I have uh, spent money on that was just a complete waste. So that's never my intention. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, it's, it's been a wonderful life post recession in 2008 and it's been, uh, it's, it's been an amazing ride. So this is part two of my journey. Um, uh, you know, my kids will be, my oldest will be out of school this year and, uh, going into college and, uh, my youngest in three years. And then from there, you know, I'm going to continue to live life. Like I like, like I want early forties. Um, my wife will probably, my wife and I will probably downsize our home. We've got a 6,000 square foot home, three acres, saltwater pool. Um, God's been good. Um, uh, we've worked hard, but we're going to sell everything and, uh, probably kind of downsize in a smaller home and get into more vibrant community. Uh, where we can walk out our front door, have a coffee, a latte together. Um, probably get us a home in Italy. We'll have, we'll bounce around between our short-term rentals. Uh, we'll have us a home somewhere in South Carolina and, uh, another home somewhere in the North Georgia mountains. And uh, we're just going to enjoy life. And I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about freedom, time, freedom, and uh, the money is what produces that. And that's why I like to talk about money. And so that's that. That's my story. That's, uh, you know, that's all I got. That's all she wrote. So guys, if you got any questions, feel free to ask me, uh, DM me at Brandon G Thompson on Instagram uh, also, if you're interested in a short-term rental in the North Georgia Mountains, Blue Ridge, Ella J, Hiawassee, Helen, uh, Dahlonega, and or Coastal Georgia and St. Simons or in the suburbs of Atlanta or Atlanta, um, we know all the regulations in these areas. Hit us up. Um, we would love to chat with you. I can hook you up with somebody on my team. Uh, there again, DM me at Brandon G. Thompson. And or go to strwealthbrokers.com and let us help you uh, as well. From there, if you are looking for a great stay all over social media, um, we've got our brand, Southern Charm Vacay. Southern Charm Vacay, feel free to stay in one of our homes. And um, also, we've got an event this weekend. Uh, if anybody wants to get a last-minute ticket, We've got a curated event, and it's going to be the best two-day event I've ever offered. And we still got a couple seats left. Love to have some of you. But, uh, yeah, ask questions, comment, and send me private messages at Brandon G. Thompson. See you later. Mm -hmm.